Nevertheless, She Persisted, a podcast where I, your host, shares my journey as a teenage girl who suffered from severe depression and anxiety before receiving intensive treatment. I talk from my experience and ask others what they felt like at their lowest points. I interview my family, friends, and therapists to try and give a full picture of what suffering really looks like and how you can help. And if you yourself are struggling, learn new skills, gain support, and know you're not alone, so keep persisting. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This week, there's going to be two episodes, and today we're moving away from the mindfulness module and into interpersonal effectiveness. So today I'm here again with my younger sister, Ruby. Hi. How are you doing today, Ruby? Good. How are you? (laughs) Um, first, do you have any questions? No. Um, all I can say is that after last week's episode, which I was... Two weeks ago. After two weeks episodes ago, I listened to it, and I was part of it, and I found it very helpful, and I used it over the course of the last two weeks, and I found it very helpful. And just to remind viewers what we talked about? DBT skills. More specifically? (laughs) Oh my god. Validation. Validation. Because I'm short to remember the boss. She's not just saying that. She really does. Yeah. Okay. So, again, if you have any questions, even if you think they're stupid, they don't make sense, ask them because I'm sure a listener has the same question that you do. Mm-hmm. In that moment, she goes, so what did we talk about last week? <laughs> okay. So, this week... Like I mentioned, we're moving on to the next module. We are talking about interpersonal effectiveness. So what would you say, but just thinking, no experience from with DBT, what would you guess interpersonal effectiveness is? This is probably going to not be right, but I'm going to guess interpersonal effectiveness would be the ability for you to try to make an effective decision by yourself. Okay. It's the opposite. Oh. You were kind of close. Interpersonal literally means between people oh. and interactions. I'm just like, so okay. Making <laughs> effective decisions mm-hmm. in your relationships and yes. being effective with your interactions. So you were, you were kind of close. Good going there. So yeah. first we're going to talk about the goals. So the goals is first to be skillful in getting what you want and what you need from others. So that could be getting others to things... That could be getting others to do things that you would like them to do, getting others to take your opinion seriously, or saying no um, to unwanted requests effectively. Um, What's an example that you can think of for meeting that goal? Um, Like an example situation? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say one thing would be if you're having a conversation with someone Mm -hmm. about something that happened throughout the day and maybe they're not taking you seriously or they're not trying to understand what you're trying to articulate I think maybe this might not be right but maybe you could use that skill interpersonal effectiveness I got it yes okay it's the module not the skill to continue okay um so you could use that skill in order to Make sure. <laughs> not the question that I asked you. What did you ask so, me? I said the first goal was being skillful and getting what you want and what you need from other people. Yes. What is an example of a time when you would need to get what you want or get something that you need from someone else? Oh, like an apology? Sure. Okay. One example. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. You're, you're doing good. One example of when you would need to get what you want and need from someone else would be 
if you're in an argument and you have already gone to them and apologized, but you feel like you still need some kind of repair from the other person. Mm-hmm. So one time you could use that would, or. That's perfect. You stop okay. there. That is a great example of when you could use, that would be your goal to get what you want, which is an apology or a repair from someone else. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next goal is building relationships and ending destructive ones. So maybe you're strengthening current relationships. You're not letting problems build up and bubble over. You're using your relationship skills to work on problems that come up. You're repairing your relationship when you need to, like Ruby just mentioned. You're resolving conflicts before they become super overwhelming and bubble up like we talked about before. You're also finding and building new relationships and you're ending relationships that could be defined as hopeless. So one's an example of when you might want to end a destructive relationship. Maybe you feel like you're, it's kind of a one-sided relationship, mm-hmm. so you're trying very hard to give this other person what they feel like they need emotionally totally. or physically, and they feel like they need support throughout, but you don't feel the same, and you feel like they're not respecting you or treating you kindly, so that would be an example of a relationship where maybe you have to, you know, cut the ties. <laughs> that is a great example. Thank you, Ruby. You're so welcome. Okay, next goal is walking the middle path, and again, this is more specifically... You do know this one. This mom mentions it a lot. Yes. Um, This is, again, more specific to adolescents and DBT when working with adolescents. But walking the middle path is a goal in the context of interpersonal effectiveness. It's creating and maintaining balance in your relationships and balancing acceptance and change in your current relationships. Are you interested in making your own podcast too? Download Anchor. I released every episode of Nevertheless She Persisted through Anchor and I love it. It's free, you can edit and publish your episodes from anywhere, and I put my podcast on every listening platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. I definitely recommend it. They also have cool background music, transition music, and you can record sponsorships like this one. Be sure to check it out. It has everything you need for your podcast. Download the free Anchor app in the App Store or wherever you get your apps, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's anchor.fm. So, Ruby, I want you to think about the pros and cons about using interpersonal effectiveness skills. What would you say some pros of using skills would be? Some pros of using skills would be kind of like we mentioned in the last or second to last um, module. Uh, you can strengthen those relationships and feel more confident in the relationships that you, the relationships that you have with mm-hmm. other people. But then some cons would be. And then some cons of using this module would be maybe if you're in an argument, it's not the first thing that comes to your mind. And then maybe you get further into the argument and then you think of it and it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, now that I've had time to like calm down and like rethink all the skills that I've just learned, it's already kind of too late to maybe use the skills at this point in the argument. So it's not like the first thing that comes to your mind. So it's not. I would say some pros for me is that you can improve your relationships, you can build new ones, so you have more support systems, and some cons might be that you, like, I'm a very, very stubborn person, as Ruby probably knows, some cons would be that you would have to give in and let go of, like, your point of view, or not even your point of view, but you'd have to give a little bit and add to the relationship rather than just staying with what you want. see. So, things that can prevent you being interpersonally effective. One. 
you don't have this interpersonal skills that you need. And we can solve that because I'm going to teach you all the interpersonal skills that you need in the context of DBT. The second one is that you don't know what you want. Maybe you know the skills, but you don't know what you want from other people, or you don't know what your needs are and how to balance other people's needs with your needs. Third, your emotions are too big and too much, and they're getting in the way of you being interpersonally effective. That was a big one for me. Fourth, you forget your long-term goals and instead are focusing more on your short-term goals. Fifth, other people are getting in your way. Or six, your thoughts and beliefs are getting in the way. Ruby, would any of those are things... <sighs> Ruby, would you say that any of those could possibly get in the way of your interpersonal effectiveness? Do any of those ring true? I would definitely say the one that says... Um, or I would definitely say the one about your emotions get in the way because mm -hmm. I found whenever I'm in a disagreement or I'm trying to have an effective um, conversation with someone, normally my emotions get in the way and I just end up just like, once totally. once I just start like talking about something, I'll just continue on and yeah. just like let it all out because mm -hmm. I'm a kind of person that tends to bottle stuff up inside yeah. and that causes for it to like all come out. If I'm like really, really sad, it'll just, I'll just start talking about a bunch Absolutely. of random stuff. So I think like having your emotions getting in the way is one thing that I would find. Yeah, I think for me, also my emotions, as I've talked about, like I have really big, really like overwhelming emotions when I feel an emotion, like that's, mm -hmm. it's when I'm sad, I'm really, really sad. Or when I am angry, like I definitely feel that and I experience that in my relationship. So I would also agree that emotions can get in the way of me being interpersonally effective. And the other thing is that sometimes I'm thinking more about short-term goals. Maybe I'm really focused on getting a homework assignment in and I prioritize that over building a relationship with a family member. So I would say that's the other thing that definitely impacts my interpersonal relationships. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you a myth and you're going to challenge that belief. So maybe I'll say... I have to know whether a person is going to say yes before I make a request. The way I would challenge that is by saying people will say no sometimes and that's okay. I have to radically accept that sometimes no is the answer. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a couple of those and we'll alternate and challenge those myths um, with true belief. The first one, I don't deserve to get what I want or need. How would you challenge that? Um, I think every human in the world deserves to get what they need necessarily sometimes it's not the priority mm -hmm. of the situation but everyone should be able to have what they need and you I mean I know you very well and but like if the, you have this belief if your myth is that you don't deserve to get what you want or what you need how would you challenge that talking to yourself like talking to yourself do you want another example? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> or just like, just read me one and then I can read the answer. No. But I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next, <laughs> we'll come back to that one. Okay. The next one that I'm going to challenge is the belief that making requests is really pushy. It's bad, it's self-centered, and it's a selfish thing to do. I have one for this really good. Okay, I'll go first and then you can go. So I'm going to challenge that by saying it's okay to make requests and it's a part of advocating for yourself. How yes. would you challenge that, Ruby? <laughs> well, I'll say you took what I was going to say. Did I really? Yeah. Okay. I'll give no, you... Wait, uh, no, but okay. I have something else. Everyone is entitled to their own opinions, so that has absolutely nothing to do to relate with them. But, <laughs> it's okay. Um, as a human, you are allowed to ask for what you need and what mm -hmm. you want, and, ask, and have, asking a request 
or having a request for someone might be part of that. So everyone is entitled to advocate for themselves and ask for something. Okay, so going back to the first one I gave you, (laughs) where it's the myth that, and you, like, say that you're saying this, I don't deserve to get what I want or need. How would you challenge that if you have that thought? Like, oh, here's a good example. Today we order takeout because our counters are getting resealed. And I was pretty I was pretty pushy. I was like, Ruby, we are going to Crepevine. We're not going to get Barracuda or T Plus. Like I really want to get Crepevine. And you said, um, this is happening again. It doesn't matter what I want because you're just gonna get angry. So we're gonna do what you want. So that's you mm-hmm. pretty much having that belief that you don't deserve to get what you want or what you need. Uh-huh. So how would you challenge that belief? I am allowed to ask for something that mm-hmm. I would want or need. And yeah. I am not allowed to be like pushed around by other people and their yeah. opinion and their like requests and stuff. So like you're challenging that by saying I have wants and needs, and that's valid, and that's okay, and that's part of being human. Do you have questions you want answered about therapy, depression, or anxiety? Email sadiesutton.nsp at gmail.com or reach out via direct messages on any of the Nevertheless She Persisted social media accounts linked in today's episode notes. You can also leave a voice message on Anchor. I would love to hear from you. Yeah. Okay, the last one that I'm going to do is actually there's two more that I think are really good. One of them is I must be really inadequate if I can't fix this myself. And I can challenge that by saying I can't fix everything myself and it's okay to ask for help from other people. Is there another way you would challenge that? Yeah, like it's okay to ask for help on something Mm -hmm. because as humans, everyone either makes mistakes or isn't able to, you know, complete everything. There is no perfect person around the world, so everyone is able to try. Um, Fail. Okay, and the last challenge, or the last myth we're going to challenge is, obviously the problem is just in my head. If I would just think differently, I wouldn't have to bother everyone else. And I would challenge this by saying, to be effective, sometimes I need help. Thoughts are very hard to change. How else would you challenge that, Ruby? Yeah, I would say like, wait, what else would I challenge? Obviously the problem is just in my head. If I would think differently, I wouldn't have to bother anyone, anybody else. Well, one thing that really stands out to me there is, like, having to bother someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not bothering them. You're just getting what you need and asking for it. And then if the problem's just in your head, I mean, sometimes that is true, but other times it really isn't, and you need to just talk about it. So, like, asking yeah. for help. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so, for the rest of the episode... This overview on interpersonal effectiveness, we're going to talk about clarifying priorities and goals in your interpersonal situations. And next episode, we're going to do the Dear Man skill, and the episode after that, we'll do Give and Fast. So, clarifying priorities in interpersonal situations. So, Ruby, I want you to think about, I want you to think about a situation that created a problem for you. Maybe you're like, values or your wishes weren't being respected, Um, you wanted someone to change something, you wanted to say no, etc, etc. What's a situation that we could use? Um, A situation where I wasn't getting what I needed? Or Or a situation where a problem arose for you. For me, but not the other person necessarily? It could be the other person. Okay. Um, One example of a situation like that would be when... I was just a random problem. 
Um, or like... Yeah. Just a situation that your values weren't respected, you wanted someone to do something differently, you needed to say no. Oh, I got into a disagreement with my friend at school, and she wouldn't apologize, and I felt a little bit disrespected because I had apologized to her, and she yeah. hadn't done as I had requested, which would Perfect. be Perfect, so you needed a repair in that situation from someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was the prompting event? Like, what made the surprise? Mm-hmm. Who did what to whom? What led up to it? What about the situation is the problem for you? Um, she had told one of her other friends that I was, like, saying mean stuff to other people, which didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, very confused and got a little frustrated and was like, hey, why would you go around saying that? And I just immediately accused her of that, mm-hmm. which I probably shouldn't have done. I should have gone in it with just some more calmness. And then she kind of defended herself immediately as like very understandably and said I didn't do that but I had had like three other people tell me she had Mm -hmm. so then I said hey I'm really sorry I didn't if it felt like I was doing that I did not I'm really sorry I didn't mean to do anything like that and in the future maybe if you could tell me when it sounds like I'm doing that and I can stop so that it doesn't sound like I'm trying to like say something mean about someone else so you confronted your friend about talking about you behind your back Mm -hmm. Um, and the problem for you was that she had been talking about you uh-huh. and you didn't feel like there had been a repair. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about your objectives for what you want, the relationship, and your self-respect. So what specific result did you want from this situation? What did you want this person to do, stop, or accept? Um, in this situation, I wanted this person to apologize to me. Um, after I had apologized to Mm -hmm. them and then maybe go back and tell the people who she had, you know, whispered to about me that she was sorry that she had done that and that that's not true because... Okay, so you wanted to repair, um, which for you meant an apology and then her circling back to the people and Mm -hmm. saying that what happened wasn't true. Yeah. Okay, so for your relationship, how did you want the other person to feel and think about you because of how you handled the interaction? Um, I would want the other person to think of me as, I mean, mature in a way because mm-hmm. I was able to, like, handle my emotions. Um, and, like... Maybe interpersonally effective? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> totally. Um, so, you want them to think that you're mature. Anything else? Interpersonally effective. Perfect. Okay. Um, and then, as far as your self-respect, how do you want to think or feel about yourself because of how you handled the interaction? Um, how do I want to think of myself? I w- And you want to keep in mind that this is not dependent on whether you get that repair from the other person. Mm-hmm. No matter what the outcome is, what do you want to think and feel about yourself? I would want to feel happy and proud because... Happy because I would know that no matter what she said, I knew that it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. So I would just feel like, okay, I know maybe I didn't do something in this situation, but, you know, I'm just going to not worry about it. I'm just going to go on my day oh oh, that hurt oh and i would feel proud of myself because i was able to in that moment use my dbt skills to look at the disagreement in a different way and come out of it feeling you know good about it based Mm -hmm. on the outcome that's such a good response (laughs) 
Um, okay, so I want you to rank your priorities. So one is the most important, two, second, third, least important. So between objectives, which we talked about was a repair, the relationship, which was that you want to be seen as mature, Mm -hmm. and for yourself, you want to feel proud for how you acted. What is the most important? What is kind of neutral? And what is least important? I would say the most important thing would be to get their repair. So objective number one. Mm -hmm. Okay. The second, I think, would be, for me, just some self... The The self-respect. My Mm self-respect, just because then, in the future, it's kind of like positive reinforcement. I know we talked Mm -hmm. about that a couple episodes ago. It kind of helps. It helps boost yourself, your self-awareness, and your ability to be, um, you know, your ability to be proud of how the way you handled Mm -hmm. it. And then third probably the relationship but not to say that I don't value the relationship yeah absolutely of course and you're just Just, uh, evaluating how you want to approach the situation mm -hmm. so you are first and foremost you're going into this situation wanting the repair second you want to make sure that you feel good about yourself and you're Mm -hmm. proud of how you acted and third you want to be seen as mature and respectful so is there any, um, like, imbalances or conflicts between your priorities that make it hard to be effective with your object- your, your goal of getting your objective in this situation? Um, the Maybe thing... you'll feel, like, guilty about asking that from her. Is there anything like that? I think that the only thing I would feel that would, like, between my first objective and my self-respect and my first objective, which would be the repair, mm-hmm. would be me not fully getting that repair, but just going straight to feeling very proud of my accomplishment for using my totally, skills. yeah. And then not recognizing that I still do need something from the other person in order mm-hmm. to reach my second goal. Yeah. And then later... So maybe you would forget that your first goal is the objective and, and the moment mm-hmm. get consumed with the, the happiness around your self-respect being met. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um... But then also, like, making sure she feels the same about how Mm -hmm. I feel. Yeah. Okay, that was awesome. That was perfect. Yeah. Um, Okay, this is actually kind of funny. So, this I did 12 days after I got to Three East, and I filled this out for when you and Mom and Dad were late to come visit me. Do you remember when you brought me dinner and we sat in the Mm -hmm. fishbowl? Okay. So, I said, it's the same activity that we just did with Ruby, but I did this February 26, 2018. So the prompting event was that parents and siblings were late to visit. It was from, they were there from 5 to 7 instead of from 4 to 6. So what in the situation was a problem was that I was anxious, I was feeling hopeless, worried, lonely, and depressed. So checking the facts, it was a misunderstanding about time and it was an honest mistake that had been made. So even though I felt so upset that you guys were late, it was an honest mistake and a miscommunication in time. Mm -hmm. So... I said, what specific results do I want? I said, I wanted to communicate to how them being late made me feel to them and get an apology, as Mm -hmm. well as validating. Um, For the relationship, I wanted to be seen as skillful and having good communication. Mm -hmm. And for my self-respect, I wanted to feel good, productive, and that my priorities were met and that I prioritized well. So I prioritized my self-respect, then the objective, and then the relationship. Mm -hmm. So the imbalances and conflicts were that I waited to bring this up again. I didn't want to communicate my emotions and thoughts. So I don't know if I ever actually said any of this to you guys. No. No. (laughs) But I did fill out the worksheet about that interaction. Um, So yeah, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, So 
really quickly a review about what we just talked about, which is clarifying goals. So objective effectiveness is getting what you want from another person. So it's obtaining your rights. It's getting another person to do something that you want to do. It's saying no to an unwanted or unreasonable request. It's resolving an interpersonal conflict and getting your opinion of you taken seriously. Some questions you might ask are, what specific results or changes do I want from this interaction? And what do I have to do to get these results and what will work? So relationship effectiveness is keeping improving the relationship. So it's acting in such a way that the other person keeps liking and respecting you. It's balancing your immediate goals with the good of the long-term relationship. And maintaining whatever relationships matter to you. So the question you'll ask yourself is how do I want the other person to feel about me after the interaction is over, regardless of the result? And what do I have to get or keep in this relationship? So for self-respect effectiveness, you're keeping or improving self-respect. So you're respecting your own values and beliefs. You're acting in a way that makes you feel moral and acting in a way that makes you feel capable and effective. So your questions you're asking yourself is how do I want to feel about myself after the interaction is over, regardless of the outcome? And what do I have to do to feel that way about myself? What will be effective? So as we'll talk about in the next two episodes, when you're trying to get objective effectiveness, you're using a skill called dear man. When you're doing relationship, you're using skills called give and think. And when you're prioritizing self-respect, you're using a skill called fast. So now that we know how to clarify what our goal is and decide what we want to focus on, next episodes, we're going to learn the skills that you can implement those goals and truly be effective. Awesome. Sounds great. So thank you for coming on today, Ruby. I'm no excited problem. to record thank with you, you again yes. on Thursday. Yeah! Yay! Um, I might have volleyball, but I think I can go. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for listening. Hopefully this was helpful. Any yes. last thoughts? <laughs> Never let she persist. Oh my God. Follow, like, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, so... Hopefully this was helpful. Yeah, it was. Thank you. this week's episode of nevertheless she persisted please leave a review on apple Podcasts and share with your friends and family to stay updated on new episodes dropping and bonus content follow the nevertheless she persisted instagram at nevertheless podcast with ss the twitter account at she persisted underscore ss the facebook at nevertheless she persisted podcast with sadie sutton and check out my blog nevertheless she persisted podcast with sadie sutton dot photo dot blog and don't worry all of these are linked in today's episode notes don't forget to subscribe and i'll see you next friday thanks for listening p.s nevertheless she persisted